When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to what is the final episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. It's an emotional uh, setup here in the uh, in the studio. Uh, who we have here, obviously Jack Ball, the gut man. Hello, very sad, very sad times. Yeah, uh, obviously I'm the stat man, David Monday, but we. There are some things to celebrate, even though it is the final episode. Well, yes, the producer is waving his hand. John Bishop is here. That's one of the things we can celebrate. The other thing we can celebrate is we have a special guest, stroke returning regular. It's Mr. Emotional, Baron Cross. Say hello. Hello, I am back, people. I know you've all missed me. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's back in the studio, inverted commas. He's on the phone. And hopefully <laughs> the connection won't cut out because actually every single special guest we've ever had that's happened to so we'll just touch this wooden table and uh, hopefully you know if you're listening to this later on halfway through you hear us go oh no he's gone off the phone then yeah we've not edited it properly but um, <laughs> so as we said it's it's the final episode because uh, I'm leaving the Herald on uh, April 27th uh, and I know that, that it's frustrating it's, it's like weird timing because it means that our final episode is actually not the final one of the season so we've had to kind of make a few changes to how we were going to do things uh, there's not going to be any forfeit today because actually while we're recording this bank game week 35 isn't over um, but for us you know we've really enjoyed doing this podcast this year so a lot of this episode is it's going to be some talk about what we're going to do for the rest of the season and perhaps a bit of advice in what we're going to do but it's mostly going to be looking back on a great season that we've had the three of us covering FPL and you know inflicting forfeits on each other yeah, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be gonna be a, a sad time. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's very very strange feeling. But before we get into any of that, obviously Baron left us about two months ago, and some of the listeners might not be too aware uh, what he's been up to. So, um, Baron, why don't you tell us what you've been up to covering Leeds United? Yeah, it's um, it's been very very different. I've um, like I said, I moved to uh, I moved to West Yorkshire into Leeds, and I've now been covering Leeds United week in week out for about ten weeks. Um, Football's not as good as I was hoping for, but um, hopefully they'll improve next season and have a tilt at the playoffs. It's, it's an enormous club. They get it. I mean, they get easily more than thirty thousand every single week. So it's it is a proper sleeping giant, and it's it's a travesty they're not in the prem. But um, I've been finding time for my FPL team as well as, as you <laughs> both well know. It's still winding me up. It's just been. Uh, we'll probably go on to it, but like it has just been weeks and weeks of anguish and pain for me. It's a, a, a tale of two halves this season. I do, I do miss, I do miss seeing your face on a Monday morning and Honestly, sort of like, just knowing how your weekend's gone. My, my silence on Messenger should be taken as wrath and fury and anger. <laughs> Just banging my head against the wall, trying not to say something I regret. Well, it's it's um it is weird because it is a while since we saw that side of you because you've not been you've not actually been here, so we've not been able to see it. Um, you haven't been able to see me on a Monday morning moping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because like you say, it has been a season of. T- I mean, I don't think you've done. I mean, looking no, well, on, that's the thing. you've not I've done terribly. Like I've, I've not even blown up. It's just I've been steady, Eddie, sort of in and around average and a bit below average some weeks, but my gap has been severely oh. cut and. The unthinkable might happen. It's been trimmed. It has been trimmed. Yeah, in the last sort of, uh, I, I think I've worked out the other day. I've had something like eight green arrows in a row, 
Um, and it's gone, it's gone quite well for me. Like I, I was I, I, basically when Baron left, I think I was about two hundred fifty thousand, and now I'm fifty eight thousandth or something. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a good couple of months, so I'm definitely catching up. But I mean, um, I, I trimmed it. What, did, what was it? To about twenty four points ahead of Blank Game Week thirty five, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then flipping Lacazette. Oh, I went basically on my free hit. I went for Aubameyang. I went for Aubameyang instead of Lacazette. I tried to ride the mind games. People that listen to the podcast oh. remember you famously said, I'm not focusing on catching Baron anymore. I've given up on that. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. People remember that as well. Yeah, no, about four weeks ago, I decided that actually I could do this and I was going for it. And then now Lacazette and David Silva in this most recent game week, I think have kind of left me with too much to do because you, you've extended the gap to about back to about 40, 50 points now. But what? Is temporary, class is <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what chips do you both have left, Dave? You have triple captain. So I have. The, so I played the free hit chip this week. So yeah, the only one I've got left is triple captain. Do you have one left, Baron? No, I'm done. I'm actually quite pleased. I just I can just play the final three yeah. without any coming to think about anything else. Yeah, I do feel a lot of pressure with that triple captain chip because massive pressure. Especially you guys obviously watched the Spurs against Man United. I just I thought it was really weird that Poch just left Kane out of the team. He barely saw it. It's, it's bizarre, isn't it? Because, I mean, it was so obvious when the fixtures were announced that Kane at home against Newcastle most probably game at 37 oh. was such an obvious one. And I can obviously I can obviously cover it to an extent by getting two-thirds of whatever score you get. But um, it's, it's changed a bit now, isn't it? Because mm. Dallas, Salah, Salah, Jesus should play twice against two great fixtures. And, of course, as you've just alluded to, Kane is off the boil. So it's interesting how we're going to approach that because, you, you know, I could either look to cover whatever you do without knowing what you're going to do, or we go for different captains. And you know, let's say you go Kane and I go Jesus, anything could happen. Oh, yeah, incredible. I mean, what, I, what I'm I'm kind of feeling a little bit of relief. I mean, you know, it is strange that we're not going to record this podcast anymore. But I, I am happy with the fact that come game week 37, I won't be writing any articles about who to pick as captain, and I won't be saying anything on the podcast because it will truly be, you know, like you've just mentioned there, Baron, like you won't have as much information to because sometimes you've worked out who my captain is just by listening to me on the podcast and maybe having a look at what captain article I did because you can sometimes work it out from the way I've described certain players um, it's, it's really it's really hard to do this podcast without giving anything away yeah exactly isn't it? it's yeah. really difficult yeah definitely yeah, I, I definitely have I mean you know me I don't really tend to I just tend to play my own team really. I don't really look to cover other people or what they do. I just sort of have faith in whatever I do because I think I'd kick myself if I sort of changed what I was going to do just to try and cover somebody else. But you, you've sort of, you're, it's quite hard, like you say, to conceal anything in the podcast. Oh yeah, exactly. And I suppose, I mean, I guess like the game is just very different in these last couple of weeks because, I mean, Jack, you always keep saying this, and I'm trying not to believe it because I don't like hope. But you're saying that you know the gap between me and Baron. A, a, a very well picked triple captain could make oh. could, could make that up. I said it. It's gonna have to be very well picked. Oh yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, it would have to be. But. I said it for quite a while now that I, I, I've always thought the Baron has been catchable. You know, with the triple captainship, and when it went down to twenty four or whatever it was. Yeah. But but I mean, Baron, you must have been delighted with Lacazette. Yeah, no, we should couple of goals. We should just talk about you, that. Yeah. You cannot you cannot underestimate yesterday for me. <laughs> I, um, I was I was working yesterday from home, so I was sort of in, in my little office slash second bedroom and. I had my work laptop on one go and then my personal laptop on the other watching the games. And um, as I said in the messenger chat, I mean, I'm obviously happy. I mean, you guys have talked about it quite recently about how good a season I'm having and, it ha- and I can't really win too much. It has been phenomenal. Um, but it's been a while since I've had that, like, that game week buzz, if you like. Mm, like, yeah. I've just been ticking over, but I actually had a buzz yesterday. Like, the, like I mean, Lacazette did nothing and then Aubameyang came on and effectively, Aubameyang and Lacazette were at the, at the same starting point. Like, Lacazette had paid more than 60 minutes more and had gained nothing. 
Yeah. And then to go and grab two goals at the end of the way he did, and then Silver to score the first City, <laughs> City goal. It's so just, early as oh well. Oh my God, like, <laughs> just fist pumps galore. See, that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's differential as well, Lacazette, you know, yeah, especially yeah. over Dave. It's Silver as well, I mean. Yeah, exactly. City players, everybody had free hit was getting City players, and I just, I'm, you know, there was obviously the argument of it getting defensive cover, like Dave did with Otamendi. Oh. There was... Sterling were pretty much the only ones that everybody was agreed on. Yeah, that's true. If you either went for with a second fielder or a defender, and I'd say Silver was behind Sané and De Bruyne in most people's lists. Mm. So I went with Silver. I looked at his stats. His stats were. I mean, he's a bonus point magnet. He's ridiculous. Mm. So um, I'm so pleased he actually scored. It was just yeah. Yesterday it was it was such a relief yesterday because I've obviously felt the pressure for quite a while now. Yeah. Not just in Harmony League, but in a few others. I've I've been romping it all year, and suddenly. I'm, I'm like struggling in, in quite a few, and there's some quite tight gaps. So it, it was nice to actually feel like the points meant something yesterday. Mm. Yeah, I mean, conversely, I, I I had a bit. I don't want to say. I think I didn't have a nightmare because I'm still way above the average. But compared to people who played the free hit, I feel like it could have gone so much better. Because and and I think I don't know. Maybe I second guess myself a bit too much. Like I tried to be a bit too clever. I should probably basically. I, I went for Goodmanson in the midfield instead of having Barnes up front because obviously I, I needed. Uh, you couldn't have any more than three Burnley players. I feel like I probably should have gone with Barnes and played three four three. Hennessy was on my bench with ten points, and then Pope conceded within ten minutes with Burnley. And, and and part of me just thinks, why did I put Pope in? Because you know we've started to realise over the last couple of weeks that Burnley are not a defensive team anymore. They've kept one clean sheet, and it's now fourteen mm-hmm. matches. Um, but they are scoring goals, which is why I put Goodmanson in. Maybe I should have put Barnes. But yeah, so t- I don't know why I basically put Pope in instead of Hennessy. As oh. Hennessy was in the team, he was just on my bench. And then Otamendi got um, you know, benched as well. Uh, Aubameyang didn't start and Lacazette did. So, you know, I got fi- I'm got i on 53 and I'm not going to get any more because Everton and Newcastle is not going to affect See, me. I, so. still can't believe, I still can't believe that, um, that Lacazette started. I was sure. Yeah, I was that that surprised. Was, I mean, if he got injured in that game, that could have totally thrown out the Euro- Europa League yeah. plan. Did you, did you think that Wenger was bluffing? I thought, yeah, yeah I, I really thought but he was both doing Both of us... Definitely thought not, that it was a, it was a mind game and a bang out. Not just bluffing. I, I think it's on the last week's podcast. I thought it was the worst attempt at a mind game. <laughs> Clearly, he was just being honest. <laughs> yeah. So I look, I look like a fool I mean, last I week. Was, um, we were all on for a bammy, weren't we? I mean, I was going to get him until Wenger said what he did, and then I just thought I just can't take that risk. I mean, that's his. You have to take him at his word. Yeah, I suppose the reason I didn't go for Lacazette though is because I, I the way I looked at it was if a a doubt, why is Lacazette not a doubt? Because. Um, because he didn't say that categorically Aubameyang wouldn't play, and I thought that if Aubameyang did start, it would be at the expense of Lacazette because they don't often play together. So I mean, I can I guess I couldn't bring myself to go with Lacazette because, like Jack mentioned, it just didn't really make any sense to play Lacazette. I get Wenger's line of argument, but honestly, right, if you're playing Atletico Madrid on Thursday, I'm sorry, but a Sunday game against West Ham at home is not prep. That's, he, that is just not even close to being similar. The thing is, if he got injured, and you can't play. Yeah, exactly. Aubameyang, you're 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 screwed. That's yeah. why I thought it was just an awful. I would have, he would have just looked like such an idiot because of all the things he's done in the last couple of years and he's clearly going a little bit senile he's made some really strange <laughs> decisions right and then he's got all that flack from the fans and obviously he's announced that he's leaving you know it would have just been kind of like classic Wenger or modern Wenger to yeah start Lacazette bench Aubameyang when he can't play and Lacazette yeah break his leg or something I mean it didn't happen and obviously it worked out well for those who you know kind of took Wenger out his word instead of trying to second guess him I'll tell you what it. though when, Ab- when Aubameyang came on him and Lacazette looked good together yeah, yeah, because no, you got Aubameyang did get the assist for like that's first goal, yeah. didn't he? So um, yeah. obviously I've had a little bit of pain this week, and one thing that we can all agree on though was um, that was that City game. Obviously we all got lots of points out of it because we had Sterling, Jack obviously was your captain. We had Jesus, Baron obviously had David Silva. But there was that one moment in the game. Sterling goes down, 
he gets a penalty. Jesus steps up and all three of us are looking, oh, here we go. That's nine points from one kick of the ball. And what happened, Jack? I knew he was going to miss it. I knew he was going to miss it. Sterling, as we all know, I've not had Sterling all season. This is the first week I've Is it the first Sterling time you've had Sterling? First time I've had Sterling oh, all season. No. I, cap- oh, I, I captained him as well. Yeah, no, good and, call. And, you know, in the first 15 minutes, he already got an assist and a goal. And I thought, oh, come on, finally something go my way. And don't get me wrong, he got 11 points and that's not a bad return. And obviously you captained him but, over Salah and he outscored Salah, so well done. But, yeah, fair play, Jack. He deserves credit for well, that. It's, it's one of a very few uh, achievements <laughs> I've had this season. And yeah, so, so when, he, when he won that penalty, I thought, oh, he's, he's just going to miss it. I know he's going to miss it. And he did. <laughs> he, and, he didn't look confident, did he? I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen... And the fact that he lost the points and missed the penalty and then got an assist, it was just absolutely balmy. Oh. It's so frustrating because, because we both, own, all three of us, own both players... It went from with one kick of the ball because had that gone in the goal, that was nine points before bonus even comes oh, into the equation. Captain. And for you, obviously, Jack, what would it have been? It would have been ten plus four, so it would have been fourteen points for you, uh, nine points for me and Baron, for those two players combining to Jesus missing the penalty and getting assist. Because Sterling then is then not, therefore not involved. Nine points or fourteen points, just a one because that's the net, and it's just it's just so. So frustrating. And I don't know if you watched the game, Baron, but I was just saying today, a few moments later, I stood into a corner and I can't remember which um, which defender headed it, but a defender headed it and hit his own post. So he was a sim- was, it, was it company? Uh, no, sorry. So Sterling took a corner. A Swansea and player. A Swansea player headed it against his oh, own okay. post. Morrison, it might have been actually. Yeah, I watched the game. I don't remember that, but I did watch it. Yeah. A couple uh, moments later, and I thought there was two two potential assists narrowly missed within oh. the space of about well, five minutes Sterling is one of those players who his expected points is always a bit higher than his actual points because first up he misses a lot of sitters yes that's very um, true but then in that game I guess you've got to say that's bad luck but I mean he still you know he still did very well and as Baron said he's been great to have this year it was nice to have him back although of course because it was only on my free hit uh, guess who has returned to my ranks oh. none other than Riyad Mahrez <laughs> can't wait to get rid of Mahrez oh no and i got Willian as well and Oh, well, that leads us on very nicely, I suppose, just to a quick chat about what we're going to do for the rest of the season. Now, obviously, um, it's still quite relatively tight between between me and Baron. There's about 40 points in it, so I understand that both myself and Baron might not be completely forthcoming about what our plans are for the rest of the season. Um, but, you know, I mean, the start on the free hit um, situation, Ber- uh, Jack, you've already used yours. Baron, you've looked back at your team for 36, for 37, 38, that's come back after you picked a great team for 35, and you've got to be... You gotta be thinking, what am I gonna do with this lot? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, it's so hard not just to get back into a pit of hell from like getting week eighteen <laughs> to thirty four, but like you know when Alonso got the ban, oh, I was yeah. thinking, what have, what what have I done to deserve <laughs> So um yeah, it's it's a, it's a difficult with Alonso. I mean I was just I watched um, the um fantasy football scout scoutcast and um, a few of them have got Alonso and um there was some suggestion there that it might be a good thing that he'll be well rested and he'll definitely play the two games in 37. But with the FA Cup final, you never know. He might be in the doghouse with, with Conte, he might get rested. So I think with that amount of money in my defence, he's probably my first priority. I need to work out what I'm going to do with him. But as we already alluded to, I think um, Mares, Willian, Lukaku, they've all got to be under threat. I mean, it's pretty obvious that we all need to get City players in now. So I think yeah, exactly. Jesus, Jesus and Sterling must be some way up my, my list of priorities. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in a similar situation. I mean, I don't have Alonso, so I mean, I guess I, I guess you could say I'm lucky in that respect because I am thinking that I might roll my transfer for 30, so make no transfers in 36 to then give yeah. myself maximum uh, transfers available for 37. And I, I haven't, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but I haven't ruled out taking a four or an eight point hit in 37 because obviously that is, 
you know, th- you, you both know that's when I'm playing my triple captain because it would be silly to play at any other time. Mm. Who I'm going to play it on, I don't know. Kane is obviously still in the frame. He's got a, he's got game week 36 is Kane's audition basically for that. Hope to Watford. That's going to be give you a good good steer. Yeah, if he exactly. Does, if he doesn't absolutely hammer Watford, then you've got to have concerns. Yeah, uh, but thankfully there are there are alternatives in the city ranks, and because they don't have any other competitions. I, and there's injuries, you know, there's options. I mean, basically, at the moment, um, without going in too deep into the stats and bearing in mind it is two weeks away, it's probably going to be either Kane, Sterling or Jesus as triple captain. I, I can't see anyone else past that. I mean, that may change. Things may happen in the next couple of weeks. But, I mean, that's what I'm looking at. Triple captain, 37, either it's Kane or two. Well, aren't they? I mean, when you look yeah. at what they did yesterday and Pep's making all the right noises about mm. records and stuff, it's good for FPL managers. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Jack? Well, I'm quite happy with how this last week's gone. I mean, I didn't have the free hit, so I've not, you know, but I'm on 52 points. So I did take an eight-point hit to bring players in, which going forward, is I think, is looking quite good. You know, so I took an eight-point hit, but I got 22, 29, uh, so 32 points from an eight-point hit. So in the end, that was worth it. It's just trying to get my team ready for the double game week. I've got I've got my bench boost left. Of course, so yeah. trying to get players in over that time. You've got to upgrade that bench. Yeah, I've still got my bench boost. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not competing for much, but I've got a few friends in other leagues that have been giving me a lot of jip, so oh, I need yeah. to try and yeah, catch the fact them. You're, you're desperate not to pay money to charity. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time. No, there's a, there's a league I've got where basically me and my friends, whoever loses, gives money to charity, and I don't want to lose that one. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I can register myself as a charity, but. Uh, <laughs> I've got, I've, Donating FPL points now, <laughs> but I've got an, I've got another friend who um, I was quite far ahead of at one point, and then I, I think during January when I totally lost my mind and used my wildcard ridiculously and, and created a team that needed a wildcard. Quite rightly, as I would say to anyone else, he said to me, "You're on an FPL podcast, and I'm beating you." And it's you know it's all that sort of you know, that pride that I'm trying to get back. So so yeah, I've still got my bench boost, and I just need to work out. And my last few transfers, the last few weeks, have been with that in mind as well. So that's what I'm working towards, just to try and finish on a high. We've also got our own work league yeah, at the yeah. Herald work with the money, still available. money available. The reason why it's so it, it's so tense, I think, between me and Baron in that league is basically I'm fourth, uh, and Baron I think is back up to second. He was leading for a long time. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, they've got this guy Tristan who um, I could catch, but um, I, I kind of probably needed to to beat him by more in this week. Um, but but either way, basically the, the top three spots they get money, yeah. and fourth gets do you, do nothing. You get so. more money like the season finishes or is it still month by month so it's month it's so basically it's month by month um so you get 20 pound for winning the month 15 for coming second third for coming uh, five for coming third it costs five pound per month so basically i think you basically break even if you come third um oh no sorry it's 10 pounds if you finish third so basically you get a five pound profit if you come third in the month uh 10 pound profit if you come second 15 if you come top and then at the end of the season it's, it's based on how many people are in the league but it's something like Third place gets around thirty-eight quid. Second place gets about sixty to seventy, and then first place gets about one hundred and twenty on top of the monthly winnings. So, oh you know, wow, well that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good wasn't aware. <laughs> yeah, so there's I a lot on the chase, line. I better chase Andy then. Yeah, exactly. I've, there's I've, a lot on the line. So I've just, I've just realised, obviously, the sleeper Richard Mofa's left. Baron's left. Now you're leaving, Dave. I think there's only two of us that actually work in that place still on that. Yeah, place. that's so true. It's not really a, can't really call it a work league anymore. Well, I mean, some of them still work for Trinity Mirror titles though. So Baron's moved from you know one up to you know Leeds. Richard Mofa's now in Devon. So. 
technically, and, and of course Scott, who is leading the league, he works in Cornwall. So there's plenty of people in there who still technically are employed by DC Media. So it's not too bad. But yeah, either way, so like I said, there's money on the line. So I mean, and, and basically I'm currently occupying fourth place. And if I finish one position higher, it will be considerably more lucrative for me than if I stay where I am. So lots of things to happen between now and the season. You've mentioned your mini leagues, Jack. We should probably just say, because this is the last episode, that don't worry, you are... You are 100 points clear of your mum, so you, you should probably be okay. Well, I knew um, I'd come good in the end. Yeah, so <laughs> I you, think she stopped playing, to be fair. You, you've, got, you've got your own personal league where you've got 20 uh, people in it. Your mum is, uh, is 19th. So, uh, you, your mum's 19th, in 19th place, so she's going to get relegated next season. I don't know if you've got a championship set up for that. I should. Um, I should have 24-man championship. That would be a good <laughs> idea. Um, and you're currently 10th, so that's not too bad. And you've ju- this week, just this week, you have jumped Michelle Owen, the Sky Sports reporter, who's always, going places. Yep, that's always a good sign. <laughs> that's always a good place to be. Um, so moving on then, um, from the more detailed stuff, uh, we are now going to delve straight into our waiting on the bonus points farewell, where... The all of the all of the ins and outs of who to have this week, who's your captain. Now nah, we don't want to talk about that. We want to look back on what we've been doing over the last year and pick out some of our favourite moments because there have been quite a few. And uh, well, Baron, as it's your your first time back, I'm sure you spent a lot of time reminiscing at Elland Road about the days of yore. You know what, what what was your what was your highlight of being on this podcast? I suppose my my crowning moment was it's so thick. Chilly, <laughs> so. Um, that's up there. Um, it's hard, really, when you're on the spot um, to actually think of a highlight. I think I, I think the, the forfeits are hard to um, hard to look beyond, aren't they? Yeah, they would be fun. Jacks just does bring to mind when um, when he couldn't actually finish the challenge when Dave basically tried to end him <laughs> by giving him like end his life. Of cone. <laughs> when when and, Dave and not... he had Tabasco, they didn't even give him. Yeah, when, so I forgot when, about that. When Dave took it not only to the next level to about four thousand levels up, well, I think yeah. over nine thousand. <laughs> Yeah, that was the week where we realised, like, yeah, we can't keep doing this to each other. Can you imagine if our, if our company's health and safety found out what we were doing? Oh. We probably had an, an absolute nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if one of us had actually died from a forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> this week, your forfeit is to, you know, go across a tightrope from Beckley Point to, you know, the lighthouse on the home. <laughs> See how that goes. Yeah, we did go. We, we talked about, you know, being a bit more public, like, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called now, Impractical Jokers. Yeah. It yeah, never yeah. quite happened. I really wanted to do that. Well, I don't know if you guys have seen that episode where. Um, the guy I can't remember who lost but basically he got stuck on the field at Leighton Orient uh, before a game and he had absolutely no prep and he was told about 30 seconds before he was to walk on the pitch that he had to sing along to a song that was playing over the thing but he had like he honestly had 30 seconds to prep so you know how we've done a couple of songs yeah, yeah, on the yeah. podcast where it's like you've given us a few minutes to write some lyrics they literally stuck him in one of the most hostile London football clubs and had him singing along to some Disney song we, we, we talked about doing that at Plymouth Argyle, but it never happened. And to be fair, I think we could all of us could be glad that didn't happen because that would have Do, been very embarrassing. Doing it in the studio was bad enough. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Like, being videoed singing Phantom of the Opera. Or I think my Phantom of uh, FPL, I believe, was Mo Salah because it was one of them weeks where I didn't captain him. Uh, one of those many weeks. But yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You're right. You can't look past a lot of the forfeits. But I mean, I particularly enjoyed um, the quiz since we started doing that. Uh, that that kind of added a new level of um, competitiveness to it, mm. which I don't know if that made it necessarily more enjoyable because obviously losing quizzes is quite frustrating, but it certainly upped up the ante and definitely entertainment. When you when we listen back to it, even though we've recorded it, I mean we we got to be honest. Like there were times when we were cracking up at some of the stuff we recorded I, I, in the quiz. In terms of quizzes, I think when I got Eric Bailly. Oh, 
that was so in, good. In the tiebreaker between me and Baron. That Baron, was amazing. That was my final show, wasn't that it? That was yeah. your final show. It was ridiculous. It was an outrage. We, it was an outrage. an outrage. Myself, David, and Chris Errington, our colleague, we listened to it the other day and oh. we laughed again. It was so funny. Every now and then, Baron, and obviously you've left. You know, we, we all have a few, um, we should just say on our sports desk, all of us have a few recordings of certain um, individuals, you know, most of them, you know, football managers or whatever, or well-known people in the community, when they've said something funny and we'll just, we'll just stick that on and listen to it. Um, old recordings. I mean, I've got recordings of Steve Evans a few weeks ago at Argyle, and uh, me and one of my colleagues were like listening back to that. But there is one that we always like to. Should we? Uh, should we listen to Baron getting annoyed about the quiz again? Yeah, go on in. So like, yeah, it would just be like we've got a spare moment. Just this is an outrage. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. And that's the thing. The people. What I love about the quiz was that it meant that, that a lot of people who we worked with who just weren't that into FPL. I mean, Chris Errington, who covers Argyle, just has no time for FPL. He was able to kind of. It gave him a bit of an accessible link to it because it, like he loves that clip. He, he absolutely loves that. Loves that clip. He loves the forfeits as well. Yeah, he does. He does love uh, hearing about. It. And the great thing, a lot of our colleagues would suggest ideas. We should say one forfeit idea we've never ended up doing was. Um, Stuart, our our editor, suggested that we what was it? Was it a fish eye? Eat a fish eye. Eat a fish eye. So thankfully that never happened. So that's good. So I'm glad. That, and then one other thing that he always wanted me to do for you, Jack, because you're a bit of a clean freak, a bit of a, bit of OCD. He wanted me to like get a cup or, or mug or something and kind of leave some water in it for about three weeks or something, or maybe maybe some juice, something that would have you know substance to go off. Uh, then pour that out of the cup, so you don't have to drink that, but you then have to just drink a normal drink out of that cup. So I wouldn't because, be able to do that exactly because he knows full well that, that you wouldn't be able to do it. But luckily, you know, I always came up with a better idea because I did think that was a bit disgusting. Well, well, well for me, quickly going to my highlight, and sadly it was one day where you weren't there, and it was Baron with his head down a drain. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> not not. It's funny. Quite a lot of quite a lot of my highlights actually do involve you, Baron. And, and the, the, the yeah. fact that your head has got a crush. The fact that your head was down a drain though, and you were saying. I work in an office. I shouldn't have to do this. <laughs> whilst, whilst try not to puke up this this sort of chilly drink that was you found. I think it was quite thick, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. And John Bishop, our cameraman, was so worried about you. And I remember he kept saying to me, "Jack, go and look after him." I said, and I kept saying, "I don't think he wants people crowding around him when he's trying to be sick." I think it's on my own. Exactly. But, oh, that was absolutely fantastic. But to be honest, it's just doing it with you two has been fantastic I think we've got Aww. we've had a great we've had a great relationship on the podcast oh yeah definitely and it was just it's just it was just a joy wasn't it in the week it oh, was something yeah. we all look forward to even if you we had a bad the week world to keep it going after I left I mean with two people you've really made it work you've done oh, well. thank you very much uh, thank, to, uh, that's you know coming from one of our listeners now well I can guarantee <laughs> I can guarantee it won't be carrying on as a monologue so uh, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the end anybody wants to hear from Jack about it yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly what's your, what's your overall rank again second so it's second what in what in oh. in the Barnsley boys <laughs> <laughs> the Barnsley boy. We, we, we actually, I don't think we've mentioned that before. We should go back to Stuart, our sports editor. He um he went to university in Barnsley about what sort of like twenty years ago, and um it's got to the point now where he he's always had a, a league with all his mates he went to uni with. It's called the Barnsley Boys, and obviously there was a lot more people in it at the beginning. But I, I think there's about ten people. So, in so it, to possibly. point out, the reason we noticed it is because he was doing so poorly yet. He was always first in this league. Yeah. So, so he went into this league thinking, oh, I wonder how many people are in this league this season. One guy, him. <laughs> that's, how, that's what I need to do. That's how I win a league. I might have to do that next season. This is the same Stuart James that triple captains most Salah against, uh, against Wilson. Yeah, that's actually true. We should say that was incredible. So then like he, that was in blank game week 31, played his tri- triple captain, four goals and an assist. So actually, very well played. But yeah, he, he probably should get in contact with his mates from Barnsley because they've all stopped playing FPL. Yeah, but, but I mean, obviously, it would just, I mean, we, we all know that what's happened there is he created it several years ago and it's just 
he's renewed it every year and no one's joined it and he just wasn't aware but we did quite laugh to see him winning a, a mini league of one and just, just briefly I just want to say as well what I like about it is the fact that it's developed from the very first profit which was not saying a word beginning with C <laughs> yeah, and being true. flicked if you did <laughs> to people being sick down a drain that's what I quite like the development yeah well I mean it, it has gone from you know kind of naught to 60 very, it went from naught to 60 very quick you know we, we kind of did that first podcast it was about half an hour and it was literally just like you know, loose discussion about what you're going to put in your team. And then it got listened to by something like 1,200 people in, in a couple of days when everybody had FPL fever. And then that, that kind of gave us, you know, and obviously a lot of people who listened probably read some of the articles we did as well. Um, so to take it from just kind of being, because so, it was quite interesting. I, I should probably mention this on air. Um, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't too sure if we were going to do FPL because there's a few changes on the desk and, you know, we were looking at um, a few sort of um, different avenues of how we could cover different things. And I came... I came very close to saying, oh, I'm not sure I'm going to have time for FPL this year. And Jack said, no, I think you should give it a go because it's done well in the past when we've sort of done it um, not quite to the same level. Mm. And it just, yeah, it just, it took off. And I definitely, the podcast has been a huge part of that. And it's been a great dialogue with people um, who've then read the stories as well. And just before we move on, we should we should thank John Bishop, our producer. Cause he, you oh, know, yeah. He's got a lot of work to do in his day and he does always, or normally get the podcast out in, in, <laughs> in good time. And, you know, it's, it's not always easy. So John's done, and he's done a great job doing the quiz since Baron yeah, as well. So. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people have, and we should we should thank uh, Richard Mofa who came on um, back over Christmas when we had a few people off. So there's been a lot of people come together to help make this something that's been really good. I mean, one thing we should you know should say is that a lot of newspapers do podcasts, but they always find it really difficult to kind of keep it going um, because you know sometimes you, it's a, it's a difficult subject matter to necessarily do. I mean, there's a few newspapers who do ones for news, and you know it's not it's not regular. Um, to the same level so I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm really proud you know and I think we should all say we're quite proud of the fact that we've I think this is our 33rd or 34th episode to keep it going this long especially people always say that less and less people are interested in their FPL team every week uh, because you know obviously some people just get frustrated with how their team goes so to, to keep it going to the point that yeah three weeks ago we had our most listened to podcast of the whole season you know, I feel like we can all sort of give ourselves a pat on the back. But of course, we've had great help from the listeners by sticking through us. And we've all special advice. guests as well that we've had on the phone. Like, of course. You know, we've had some great people on the Silly phone. Silly me, how could I forget? Ben Dinnery. We've had Ben Dinnery, uh, who's obviously the FPL physio. Few from Who um, Got The Assist. Yeah, we've, yeah, Tom's come on. Actually, we should just say, Tom's come on twice from Who Got The Assist. And uh, both times he's come on, I've competed against him at a different thing. First off, it was puns. I won that one. Then it was the quiz. He won that one. And he said that he'd have to come on for a third appearance before the end of the season to settle it. And unfortunately, we haven't arranged it. So maybe we'll have to do something on Twitter. We should, uh, I'll call him out. I'll, I'll call him out sort of like, you know, fight style. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points. So we're going to finish our final episode. Our last segment is going to be Friday night deadline and FBL quiz. There we go. For the last time, you've heard the Chan, which is totally not from any Chris Tarrant related quiz show. Um, so, Jack, I'm going to hand you the sound effects and hopefully you can remember how to operate them. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, because we are going to return to our old format. Um, for those of you who are big John Bishop fans, <laughs> um, we do apologise. Uh, he's, he's, he's chuckled there because he knows he's been shafted. Wow. He's been, he's been moved back to his original position. I'll and my new podcast. Yeah, we put, on, we've, so. we've benched him. He's, so, those of you who had John Bishop in your waiting on the bonus points fantasy teams this week, he has been benched. I uh, do apologise. <laughs> Sorry if you triple captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those of you who triple captain John Bishop, our stats are telling us it was about zero people. Um, <laughs> apologies, it's a blank from John this week. Um, but yeah, so Jack is going to ask the questions to me and Baron because we haven't bothered to check, uh, but we're pretty sure that quiz wins, 
It's probably between me and Baron. Oh, although... I've, I've, I think I don't think you've ever beaten Baron. I've beaten Baron once. You've never beat Baron. Oh, I don't think. know. Well, so, either way, Jack, Jack was so. so I beat you and Baron. You've never beat Baron. You're the worst, Tabe. You've never oh, beat one well, of us. Well, uh, well, well. Thanks, Jack. Thanks. For that. <laughs> um, what I was well. Okay, tell you what. Let's go with what actually happened. Was you came to my desk the other day? Who, oh, Dave, please let me ask questions on the final episode. Who won? Who won? Who, <laughs> Who won the last two quizzes? I, I don't know. I'm oh, not sure. Yeah, admittedly, <laughs> the questions weren't great, though. <laughs> uh, right, well, so, well, okay. so are we ready? We're going back to the old format. We've got a captain pick. 12 questions, and I need a way of crossing up the questions. So oh. Oh. Well, There's what? this thing called a pen. Yeah, I have given him a pen. A pen that doesn't work. A this pen is unbelievable. that does not work. Oh, so not. No, actually, don't worry. It's right. fine. Yeah, it does work. Right, so... Work, exactly. so um, the only thing I should say is you just need to keep tapping... The yes. the screen on the sound effects device, which is may or may not be a phone. Um, so Dave, you're first because you've got less points. We should just explain that the captain question mm. gives whoever gets that question correct two points instead of one. Um, yeah. That's just that's come back this week. So um, I'm going to go with um, a number that's not really that relevant to Baron. Number nine, please. <laughs> you swine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Barat Dodi is ranked first in the world for FPL. All right. But how many points does his team, Boom Chaka Laka, have? You can have 30 either side. Um, 2087. 2087. What question number was that? Number nine. <laughs> number nine. 2087, you said? Yeah. Oh, I want to know. Oh, it's wrong. He's gone for it. Oh. I, I thought you would have known. I think quite a few people are over 2000. So I well, like yeah, but it's a bit of, you've got five seconds. It's a bit of a guess, you know. 2327. I'm, I'm never catching him. So you can have 30 either <laughs> side, but that is... Uh, no correct answer for you. So that's question ten. No, sorry, question nine gone. Baron, over to you. Uh, Eleven, please. Eleven. Okay, so this is one of John's infamous craptic clues that I've hey. come up with myself. Oh, so I, hate I, these. I think I think you've listened to our podcast. So I'll give you a, I'll give you a clue, and it's one of the teams in the. He's EFL. been on it as well, actually. You may remember him. <laughs> you may remember so, me from such films as. You've got. Five... So it's a Premier League team, is it? No, it's, it could be anyone in the EFL. It could be even be Alberton oh, Villa. Also, just, just the 92 to 2s from then. Just the 92. You might have recalled last week I got Aston Villa and David took exception to that. I took huge exception to it because it could be Albert and Villa. Right, question or 11. Vosper's so, like... eaten a lot of pig meat. Oh, he's run out of time. I've got to be honest, Baron, I've got no idea as well. Oh, oh, oh Fulham. 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 Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> me and Baron clearly just <laughs> so non plus. So I, I hate these crafted questions. Have you got a cool running question, Jack? No, I don't. Oh, because he's never watched it. Oh. Honestly, I just want to say, I want to say again on the final episode, it is an absolute, it's an outrage that I've never ever had a cool running question. Jack has stolen it every week. I've never got, never got one right. It's an outrage. The lucky goldfish. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the tiebreaker. Oh, maybe the tiebreaker. Yeah, because me and Baron have both seen it as well, so it actually be intriguing. Next question for you, Dave. Okay, I'll have question one, please, Carol. Question one. <laughs> Mohamed Salah has wowed everybody this season with his remarkable form for Liverpool. He hasn't wowed me. No, he has scored 288 FPL points so far this season. Yeah. But how many points behind is second place Raheem Sterling? Oh. You can have two either side. Uh, 40. No. Oh. No, it's incorrect. Baron, any idea? Um, 75. Ooh. Baron would have got that right. 77. Oh, wow. So, wow. And, and Sterling's second place. Second place. It's mad, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, it's gone out this week that, Stur- uh, that Salah, I should say, um, is, what, eight points away from being the first ever player 
to break, to break 300 points in a I, season. I love Mo Salah so much. Oh, like, it, just, even though he gets one goal, I just I love it so much. Like, Salah! <laughs> <laughs> it, so much. It's the tweets that Liverpool put out because it is literally just so many A's and so many H's. <laughs> And, and his, his response to that Kane goal was, was fantastic. Wow, well. oh, really? That, <laughs> so good. Baron's going to be supporting Egypt. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just going to say, oh, I want Egypt. They're to... my second team. Yeah, yeah, same. I want them to absolutely smash Group A. I mean, let's be honest, and Russia. And Higazi. Like, Higazi also has a bit of a cult status in FPL after his oh, yeah. game week 15 points. Oh, mate, he's the game week one hero. <laughs> yeah, hero. Because what was he? He was 4-5 at West Brom in a team back oh, then we thought was good. What a buy. What a buy. It's just a shame that he won't be in it next year. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, unless he get unless he get snapped up, but definitely, you know, of course, the World Cup fantasy is coming up. A lot of people may want to play that. Mo Salah and and I should say Neymar, two of the first people on my team sheet, might go for a Garzi because Group A is rubbish. Neymar going to be fit? I thought he was injured. Oh, is he injured? Oh, well, then maybe he might not. Go- okay, good point. I should right. have remembered that. But yeah, back to the quiz. Apologies. Back to you, Baron. Question two for you. Um, seven, please. Number seven. Okay. Arsene Wenger announced that he's leaving Arsenal at the end of the season this week. But which Arsenal player has scored the most amount of FPL points this season? Ozil, Monreal. Oh, he's gone. For, he's gone. So, I was... so we have to take your first answer. It's a... it is Monreal. Oh, it is Monreal. That is Monreal. Swear word. Ozil is not even in the top three. I wrote the top three oh, down. Sorry, do, you know, you want... do you know how many? Sorry, that was Baron swearing. <laughs> do you know how many points? Any guesses? Something like 145 or something. Not quite that high. So many goals. Yeah, exactly. 128 points. Wow. Oh, two ahead of Lacazette. Two ahead of Lacazette and uh, seven ahead of Ramsey. So. Wow. Yeah, of course, Ramsey's missed a few games, hasn't he? And uh, Monreal's kind of been steady Eddie in terms of starts. And yeah, so many goals and bonus points as well for him. So, so you've had two questions each. Nil nil. Oh, still, you know what? You know what? It, you know on uh, Twitter on, on Twitter on a Saturday afternoon when hashtag still nil nil is trending. That's happening right now. Back to you, Dave. Okay, I have question three. Question we had that? three. No, we haven't. Okay. Bar Mohamed Salah. Which player has had the biggest price rise in FPL this season? Oh, um, oh no, I know this, I know this. Um, Raheem Sterling. Uh, it's not, is it? No. Just needed to get a name out. It's not Raheem Sterling. Baron, any idea? So, so barring... So do you mean the second? Apart yeah, from second yeah, most. Because Salah's gone up something like 17 times. Firmino. Sorry? Firmino. He would have been right again. Oh, if wow. If you have been getting David's questions, you'd be doing very well. Well, I've obviously picked the right questions then. <laughs> so yeah so Firmino has gone up by 1.1 million this season Salah's oh. been up by 1.6 and Ottomendi and Sterling in joint third 0.9 oh, so it wasn't far off I mean Sterling was a bit of a guess because I just knew I needed to say someone so well that's the reason I didn't include um, Salah because it would be obvious that he yeah, was the most yeah, exactly. of, of, of nearly everything started the season at 9 million think of that as a bargain imagine that 9 million so now so it won't be that much next year if he's still no, with Liverpool I think it would be 11.5 minimum if he's still here well, if Sanchez is yeah if Sanchez yeah. was 11.5 at the start of this season he'll be 11.5 won't he yeah exactly and Sterling should be quite high as well. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if they'll reclassify him as a striker. Yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued to see what happens there because obviously he does he play in forward. He's as far forward as Firmino. Yeah, mm. and I still think that there's suggestion. Well, some people have suggested that even Alonso might get switched to a midfielder, so definitely keep an eye on but the that, positional changes. That's the interesting summer. thing, isn't it? Because he almost plays as a striker, but he's a midfielder, he gets more points per goal, and that's why he's close to breaking the same as Moses, really. Like, yeah. They brought oh. Moses back from midfield to join him in defence. Yeah, that's so true. They got to change it together. But that's, that's why this, 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 this break in the record is a bit skewed, really, isn't it? Because he's almost playing up front. Yeah, that's true. He's getting more points per goal than if he, a striker. If he were to get reclassified as a forward next year and scored the exact same number of goals. <laughs> He wouldn't get the same number of points because no. he'd get clean. Sh- he wouldn't have clean sheets either. So intriguing. Keep an eye on that over the summer. So back to Baron. Uh, yes. Um, let's go with number ten. Number ten. Still got that one. So 
David De Gea has taken plenty of plaudits for his goalkeeping this season, but which Premier League goalkeeper has made the most saves? Oh. He's got it. Oh no! Come on. There we go. Correct. Butler has got the most amount of saves. <laughs> so I've just deafened the producer with the sound effect again. Saves. When I saw I got five points from yesterday, I was a little Yeah, that was a any, good Any pick. idea how many saves this season? It's something like 120-something, is it? 134. Cause, yeah, because the, the reason I put Pope in my free hit was because he was up there per game. But yeah, Fabianski made 121, Pickford 112, I, mean, I think and De Gea with 108. With Fabianski, I think... Uh, the 121 he saved the season wasn't it something like 120 were in that game against Man City <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly gone we up. should just say actually he conceded 5 goals in that game but took what 2 or 3 bonus points absolutely crazy so Beren leads 1-0 after 3 questions each so we're halfway through Okay. let's crack on I'll Dave. have question 12 is question that available 12. yep still available it's another crap tick oh I want the captain I want the crap tick not the crap tick okay giving life where you eat I'm just going to press it now. Yeah. I've got no idea. Ridiculous. Baron? No chance. Doctor Home? That's all I could think of. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Say that again? G- Bournemouth. Giving life. Born. Where you eat. Mouth. Bournemouth. I was thinking restaurant. Where you eat. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't. I, giving life. I was born. I was giving life. I don't. It's not a great clue. You give birth. Giving is giving life. life. Giving life. No, but being born isn't giving life. Back to being Baron. born is getting life. Baron is still one nil up. David doesn't like it when he gets it wrong. <laughs> this is the argument we had the other day. <laughs> no, I just hate I hate the cryptic clues. There's really no more do. cryptic clues. Oh thank goodness for that. Back to you, Baron. You have a one nil lead. He's gonna get the captain Number one in it. Bear with me two seconds. I do I'm have I do have music to... for that. Number eight, we haven't had that one, so that's good. Is it the captain? No, it's not the captain. Ooh, it's gonna come right near the end. So this is the football question that's not to do with FPL. The, okay. F- the FA have been forced to apologise to Manchester United and Tottenham after the FA Cup clash between the two teams this weekend. Why? Because the dressing rooms were branded as Tottenham. I don't know. No. no. Do you um, know why the FA have had to apologise to... Is it something to do with VAR? No. It's because of a tweet that was sent out from their official account. Have you not seen it? Heard about this? Oh, is it the one about Kane? They, they mocked Harry Kane with yes. a tweet. Oh, if you reply with Harry Kane, you're getting blocked. No, no, no. They, they mocked that, Harry that was Kane with a tweet. tweet. They tweeted, "What's that in your pocket, Chris?" Accompanied with a short oh, video of Chris yeah. Harry Kane. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I have seen that. Yeah. So, so just to finish. So it's, they tweeted, "What's that in your pocket, Chris?" Accompanied by a short video of Chris Smalling saying. Harry Kane. No, you, no, no. He's, he he kind of says it a bit more like Moss from the IT crowd. He says Harry Kane. So, so which, which account was that? That was, that was the official, official FA, account. FA account. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that. Now. So they've, they've, they've had to apologise today to both teams who didn't love really that. take too kindly to that. What? What? Man United didn't take too kindly to that. I'd love that. <laughs> Chris Smalling must be thinking, "Oh, I've made it, lads." <laughs> so that, so why are you know you'd be annoyed? But I get why Tottenham would need an apology because. Harry Kane. Well, the thing is, Harry Kane didn't even play. Maybe is that the problem? Because it's a bit inaccurate. Harry Kane just wasn't even there. Back to you. Oh, okay. One, two, there we go. Three, four, right. Five, so, so we had four questions each. David, oh. one nil behind. Okay. So, uh, we had question five yet. No. Okay. Is it the captain question? No. Oh, come on! I need it. I need this captain question. Manchester City and Arsenal make up the bulk of this week's dream team with seven players. Just bear in mind to anyone that's listening, tonight's game against. Everton Newcastle. Newcastle doesn't factor yet. yeah so Manchester City and Arsenal make up the bulk of this week's dream team with seven players Manchester City had four Arsenal had three Crystal Palace and West Brom make up the rest with two players each can you name one player from both West Brom and Crystal Palace that made the dream team uh, Rondon and Hennessy correct oh yes 
Oh, it's a two-part answer as well. I'm proud of that. You didn't one. even do you took one second to answer. Oh. That. So you got Hennessy and Rondon. Can you name the other two? Uh, what from is it two from each team? Yeah. Um, it'd be a defender from from Palace, I would assume. Um, uh, Sacco. Sacco is it one? And, and then West Brom. Who scored their other goal? Was it um, Rodriguez? Jake Livermore. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, pick it, pick it for the World Cup. <laughs> so, so it's one one. It's one one. One one with what? Two questions left each. No, you've got one left. Baron's got two. Oh, of course, yeah, I went first tonight. So, and you're, you're not used to going first in quizzes, are you? Okay, yeah, that's true. Um, and then, so one of those three is the captain question as one well. One of those three is the captain question. Ooh. So, all to play for, Baron. You've got questions two, uh, four, six, two, four, and six. Um, four. That is not the captain question. Ooh. My finger was po- poised to press the captain question buzzer. Two players share the accolade of having the biggest price fall this season. Name one of them. Um, Lindelof. I, I actually would have said Lindelof as well. That would that's, have been my answer. That's incorrect. These two players have both dropped 0.8 million this season. Bernardo Silva is one of them. Really? And wow. the other is Gabbiadini. Oh, I suppose that does make sense. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, anyone remember him? Who's that? <laughs> I, I remember I brought him when he first arrived. He went through that good little patch. Oh, yeah, and, and then few, he's done nothing since then. Yeah, because he started really well. He started really well. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's just. I, he, I don't think he scored a. I don't think he's had back to back goals like, in game week since probably about a year ago. So. Oh, Baron. You <laughs> <laughs> Baron's so frustrated about not getting that question right that he pushed the phone he's speaking through off the table. But you're back. Don't so, worry. So we'll the, leave that in. So Adds two, to the realism. There are two questions left. You've got. Question two and question six. One is a captain and one is a non-football related question. Oh, oh I like oh, that's such so much pressure. So Dave, what would Jack put as the captain? Is it, who's who used to play six for Argyle? Any famous captains with squad number six? I'm going to go with question six. Is that the captain question? That is not the no! captain question. Oh! No. So, oh this no, is a, this is a non-football question. Oh, it's going to be some pleb TV. Oh. <laughs> Ant McPartland. Who's that? Famed for TV presenting alongside Deck. Oh, you mean Ant? I thought you said Ant. Ant McParland, right, okay. famous for TV presenting alongside Deck, yeah. was recently in court for drink driving. Yes. But what incident happened live on the BBC <gasps> coverage? I know this! There was a car crash behind the reporter! Yes! Yes! Oh. There was a three-car car crash. One car shunted into another, which therefore pushed oh, the one in front into another car it was so good. on live TV. It was so good. It's just perfect television. They're literally outside a court case about drink driving and they film a live car crash. To be Amazing. fair, I'm glad you got that because now Baron's got the captain question. If he gets it, he gets two points. Oh, yeah. So There's no tiebreaker. It's winners. Yeah, well, it, like, still. We, we can still do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so no literally, what does the captain question mean? You get two points if you get it right. So I'm 2 1. Well, it's a simple question then. Same questions always, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a question. So basically, the score is 2 1 to me. If you yeah. get this wrong, then I win 2 1. But if you get it right, then you win 3 2. And cool. ca- okay. captain questions are always about captains. Oh, please be something so obscure. Something about Captain America. Here we go. Which character did Arthur Lowe play in a British sitcom <sighs> that was set in the fictional seaside town of Warmington-on-Sea? Captain Mannering. Oh, of course Correct. it is. <laughs> oh, I knew it. The second that came out, I was like, I know that. Fantastic. Oh, what a way man. to end the that, quiz. That's so Too many Sundays with my grandparents. Oh, yeah, mate. Thursday, literally, my grandparents as well, but Thursdays. Incredible. Uh, Absolutely really incredible. Just... Oh, that, that was a great end to the quiz. That was fantastic. Oh. So that, was a good, that was a good one to sum up our, our final one. Oh, no, I do have a good tiebreaker. Here he comes. Like, it goes back to a, oh, a few we, weeks ago. One second. We should just should introduce you. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, we're now going to listen to John Bishop, who once met Teddy Sheringham at an airport. 
Um, and what's uh, uh, someone you? Ronnie Moshe. <laughs> 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 oh, it comes out he dated Ronnie Moshe. <laughs> okay, so a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you remember because you probably don't listen to what I say anyway. But I talked about the the fattest goalkeeper ever. Yeah, I think. I think and so. I said something about apparently he filled up the whole goal. Well, that was a load of rubbish. But. My tiebreaker question is: You both get to answer this, okay? And whoever's closest, how much did he weigh? And stone, twenty-three. Baron, no idea. Have a guess. <laughs> in, in stone, yeah. Twenty-eight. Oh, Dave wins. Oh, what was it? Twenty-four. Oh, yay! 24. Ho- hollow victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A question about a fat goalkeeper I've never met, and it was a complete so, guess. So, I must, so Dave, you've still never beaten Baron at a quiz. Oh, don't remind me. Oh, he's like he's, there's, always you, and, ne- there's always next lifetime. He's Wenger, and I'm Moyes. And you, you've lost three quizzes in a row as well. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah no, I refuse to accept this this reality. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, well, that is the the end of our quiz. Uh, but we always like to end on a stat of the week, uh, and this week. Uh, a little bit different to usual. It's not going to be FPL related. It's going to be about the podcast itself. And then it is my difficult task to bring waiting on the bonus points to a close. But so I've I decided. Don't want to end. To... I know. I'm really, really sad. I know. Let's just keep recording forever. Let's just keep going. I mean, it's not like I've got to go out and play football <laughs> in half an hour or anything. So let's just keep going. But um, there's an interactive way to end it, which I will reveal once I've given the stat of the week. So this week, the stat of the week, the number that this involves is twenty-one thousand six hundred. In our first and only season producing this podcast, we have amassed a total of 21,600 listens across all of our episodes, obviously not including this one, because we don't know how many of you have listened to it yet. So we would just like to thank uh, all of you out there for tuning in every week uh, to, to hear what we've got to say about FPL, sticking through us, uh, sticking with us throughout the season, and helping us, like we say, post some, some numbers that we're quite proud of. So thank you very much to the listeners for doing that for us. That could also be the number of tears that are shed while people listen to this podcast. <laughs> No. There won't be one next week. I also think the temperature of the chilli that I ate was probably also 21,600 <laughs> something. So it's probably quite an apt number. Um, but to end, the, to end the final episode, I, I, I was such a daunting task. I just couldn't... I was trying a few things. I was just sat with my computer today whilst my daughter was having a nap thinking, you know, what What am I going to... I, I can't think of what the final line could be. So in the end, I decided to turn to popular culture. And I've picked out six lines from famous films... Uh, that are their final lines that are particularly memorable and we will use one of those or possibly amend it if we can make it FPL related we'll see so these are chosen kind of at random there's a few in there that I like a few in there that are a bit stupid so I'm going to read them out now is is, is there one from Cool Runnings? no I completely (laughs) forgot about Cool Runnings John John, what's the final line? see you in four years Yard Jamaica yeah (laughs) yes you just scrap this you just be like that should be the end see you in four years Yard Jamaica Maybe we should maybe we should turn down the Jamaican accents. Maybe I don't yeah, know. No. I don't know. We should. Well, we? I don't know. Maybe. That's a question. I don't know. Come <laughs> I don't on, know what, no, what are they going to do? End the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No problem, man. <laughs> so yeah, well let's go, let's go through the ones I've chosen, which are all going to just be rubbish now in comparison. So um, the, fir- the guess first the film. Guess yeah, oh yeah, film. tell us. Guess the film. So Barrett the first one is film. Uh, Roads. Where we are going, we don't need roads. Back to the future. Yeah, he's got it. Although I wanted to get the one from the end of the third one, but I couldn't find it. So. Um, have you seen Ready Player One yet, Dave? No, I haven't seen it. I need to because it's got a DeLorean yeah, it's a in it. Geek out. Yeah, yeah, a lot of referencing Back to the Future. I'm, I'm a I'm a big geek, so I will definitely make sure I watch that. The next one, this is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo, signing off. 
Alien. Yeah, he, oh, Barons, oh, he's, he's oh. on it. 2 0, kind of, if this is a quiz. Another one you're going to lose, Dave. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but I'm the quiz master. I can't lose. Oh, I've not missed Barons quizzing. He's too good. Um, so we could also, we could, you know, so they're the two potential ones we've got so far of how we could end this. Uh, the next one is Hang on, lads. I've got a good idea. Um, um, I can just tell you. Actually, there is hanging over, but it's a bus. It's the end of the Italian job. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hang on, lads. I've got a great idea. And then you'd never know what it is. Literally the definition of a cliffhanger. So we can end on a cliffhanger. Um, then the next one, the truth is, I am Iron Man. We could end on that. Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> Uh, we could also end on the unknown future rolls towards us. I face it for the first time with a sense of hope because if a machine, a Terminator, can learn the Terminator. value of human life, if you don't ruin, don't ruin the rehearsal, can learn the value of human life, maybe we can too. Could end on something deep, uh, and then the only other one. I mean, you'll get it. You'll get. You'll get it quite quite easily. But we could we could end on this. With great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. So out of those six, is, is, there, is there any in there that you think tops and see you in four years, Jamaica? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> not even slightly relevant. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but what they're about, memorable um, film endings. I think, I, oh. I'm not, I've never watched Coronings, but I vote for the Cool Runnings one. What, what about you, John? Will we form in four yeah, years' time? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think how you could play on that with the FPL thing. See, like, see you in... Mr. What, Mr. Emotional, Mr. Oh, yeah. I'm Statman. You could do like Spider-Man. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. with yeah, exactly. With great power comes great responsibility. It's my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Statman. It's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit rubbish. I don't think that's going to turn into <laughs> a Marvel yeah, film yeah, anytime yeah. soon. Statman, yeah. What's he good at? No, 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 no. Statman. Oh, that's Batman, knowing it. So yeah, it's not, it's not Marvel, but you know. Hey. Cool Runnings gets it. So we're going to reform in four well, years. Hold on, we Baron. Yeah, we haven't given Baron a vote yet. What do you think, Baron? He's going to go Cool Runnings. Yeah. <laughs> I was so desperately I was so desperately hoping I could reveal I'm actually Iron Man at the end of this but never mind um, so there we go so we're going to end on <laughs> I don't know how to do it now just, I don't, don't want to do it it's going to be the end this is like a forfeit in itself people should know it's been amazing like I've had such, such a great time and I think the three of us were perfect for it. I think. Oh yeah, it's been a great chemistry. I think Jack. Yeah, you, this everybody. You all get a final line before I, you know, do the final. My line. My final line will be that I'm not going to do the final line because we've all seen how bad my impressions are when I had to do Baron's voice <laughs> on one of my forfeits. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. That's how you end it. <laughs> yeah, that could be the final line. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. no I, we, we should end on a higher than that. Cool runners, John. What about you? What's your final send-off line? Oh, I've really enjoyed this. Uh, it's been great. Like you know, I don't know much about football, but it is. Oh, don't you? You, you wow. <laughs> Never noticed that. And then, all right. Well, <laughs> then I met Teddy Sheridan, and he was like, "Oh." Um, anyway, no, it's been great. It's really like I think you've just yeah, like Baron said, the three of you together, it's worked really well. And it is. It's 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 a shame it has to come to an end. Yeah. But you know what they say? All great all things have to do. Yeah, cut there. <laughs> he's, no. gonna, he's gonna end on that. <laughs> as he drops his phone. He always, he, oh no, it's his earphones. He always bangs on at us if we drop something. He's just dropped his earphones. So and it made a noise. But you know, who cares? You know, are we, we want realism on this. Are we exchanging gifts now? Are we exchanging gifts. <laughs> yeah, well, one, one, of my, one of my biggest regrets that we're finishing on this week is that I had a good enough score to get back into the top ten of the. Uh, oh, he the, did. Yeah. The Herald League, and I thought I might get manager of the week. Yeah. Well, obviously, because we had to record this at a time where the game wasn't over, we couldn't. We couldn't do well, it. Just so I vote Baron manager of the week. 
I, I might go for Thomas Reeson oh, beating Charters. <laughs> yeah, Atletico Grande. Tony Fairburn. Every week. Every week. He's just incredible. I mean, Liam Gallagher, obviously, you know, come out of retirement as a musician to become an FBR manager. Not More done importantly, quite as well. what everyone wants to know is, did I break into the top 10? No, I think you're something like 280. <laughs> and I, I, I ended up 18th. I mean, I may finish in the top 10 for the season, unlikely, but yeah, I didn't break into the top 10. So, um, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to go through that. Um, but, you know... We'll probably tweet about it, I'm sure, as to who wins that league. We can c- congratulate Atletico Grande when he eventually, eventually leaves. So, that brings me on to the final line. So, listeners all around the world, FPL managers, see you in four years, Jamaica. Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FPL team. So, if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Nu de Samsung S9 Plus. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Niet omdat het moet, maar omdat het kan.